Aren't you excited? You have just tuned into the Praise Domain with Sarah Praise. Always living a praise song for Jesus Christ. Hey, this is KB, and there is nothing impossible for God. Hello, you are tuned into the Praise Domain with Sarah Praise. I am going to talk about something that... I believe it's going to just really bridge the gap for a lot of people. I'm not sure of the background of a lot of the listeners that are listening, but one thing I do know is that we have gone international. Yes, we have some listeners in Paris, France, so that's awesome. Okay, but the topic for today is going to be, are the possibilities truly endless? Are the possibilities truly endless? endless this topic is going to come from matthews 19 verses 16 through 26 are the possibilities truly endless we've been talking about coming from second timothy talking about being faithful uh talking about our mission being fully genuine being the proper guide that brings people along the way the correct way someone that is not only faithful but is actively impacting others but they're doing that because they trust in the God that they serve and so this topic are the possibilities truly endless speaks on the fact that on a spiritual sense the opportunities are endless we do have we do serve an endless god at the same time that statement in itself the possibilities are endless can create a definite falsehood of what is truly available to us and and so i want to come to you from matthews 19 the starting with the 16th verse Verse 16 states, someone came to Jesus with a question, teacher, what good deed must I do to have eternal life? Why ask me about what is good? Jesus replied, there is only one who is good. But to answer your question, if you want to receive eternal life, keep the commandments. Which ones? The man asked. And Jesus replied, you must not murder you must not commit adultery, you must not steal, you must not testify falsely, honor your father and mother, love your neighbor as yourself. I've obeyed all these commandments, the young man replied. What else must I do? Jesus told him, if you want to be perfect, go and sell all your possessions and give the money to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come, follow me. But when the young man heard this, he went away sad, for he had many possessions. Then Jesus said to his disciples, I tell you the truth, it is very hard for a rich person to enter the kingdom of heaven. I'll say it again. It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of an of a needle than for a rich person to enter the kingdom of God. The disciples were astonished. Then who in the world can be saved? They asked. Jesus looked at them intently and said, 
Humanly speaking, it is impossible, but with God, everything is possible. Now, the topic is, are the possibilities truly endless? Okay, and the answer to that question depends on you. The answer to that question depends on you. Just like in this chapter, the selection of verses in chapter 19, the young man thought himself to be capable and eligible for eternal life. However, there was something that was holding him back. There was something that he was holding on to that could possibly keep him from having eternal life. I loved it how God presented it because he presented it in a way so that the young man could see no one is holding you back but you. In this life, the mission that God has put on our lives, a lot of times there are a group of us because everyone comes into this world with a purpose. A lot of times there's a group of us that feel as though in some way, shape or form, someone is holding us back. And so therefore, it gives us opportunity to have excuses. It gives us opportunities to cast the blame. But in this collection of scriptures, Jesus presents things just as they are. So first, the first thing that really, really rings out to me is the fact that this is a young man that's saying this. You know, he's definitely, he loves what he's hearing. He's been obviously following Jesus and the disciples. And so he is kind of looking into the possibilities of, he's looking into his future. He's looking into the possibility of, okay, if my life is lost, I want to have this eternal life in him doing it, which is great. You know, that's like, girl, you know, preparing for retirement, you know, but in the midst of it, He's not seeing where he's not giving himself to falter or not looking at the fact of if he has faltered. He's looking at things pretty much in black and white when a lot of times <laughs> there are a lot of gray areas <laughs> that we that we deal with in our lives, you know. So I liked how Jesus definitely approached the situation just as it was. Okay, so this young man is saying that he's completed all these tasks to this point forward. Now, he's completed all these tasks to this point forward, and so therefore, let's see if there's anything holding him back. And so I just want to ask the question for you, is there anything in your life that's holding you back? holding you back holding me back from what you may ask from eternal life from the destiny that God desires out of you for your greater potential there's so many answers to that question is there anything that is holding you back a lot of us will say possibility we will say no not at all but God wants to make sure that everything is laid out on the table for us so I loved it in verse 21 he answers the young man who states what do I still lack you know he answers him and say well if you want to be perfect if you want to be perfect go sell what you have and give to the poor and you will have a treasure in heaven come follow me a lot of times we have just what we need it's right in front of us 
this young man had what he needed right in front of us. He wanted eternal life, okay. The solution to the problem was he had to give away everything he had. He had to become needy, not needy to man, but needy to God. He had to become selfless. By him giving away everything that he had, he was willing to see someone else prosper and move forward and flourish while he lacked. But then the other thing is, by him giving what belonged to this earth and depending on Jesus alone, it put put him in a different category of being. He was willing to roll with the punches because his faith level would have been different. Unfortunately, he wasn't able to see this far. He was willing to look into the possibilities of eternal life, but he, he wasn't willing to accept how he could get it. We deal with this from time to time, especially when it comes to our souls. Are the possibilities truly endless? The answer to that question depends on you. Are you able to be faithful over the few things? Are you able to trust God in all his fullness? Are you able to be selfless? Are you able to go beyond the natural and walk into the spiritual? Believing as God believes, understanding that he has what you need. Being able to lean and depend on him regardless of the situation. This is some good stuff. Are the possibilities truly endless? That is a question only you can answer. Be blessed. It's time for Tuesday. I'll testify. I want to share with you one of my testimonies when it comes to this particular topic. Are the possibilities truly endless? Now, I've always wanted, there are certain things that I've always wanted to do. One of those things is I've always wanted to go on to a mission trip. I mean, since I was 13, I've wanted to go across seas and do missionary work. That hasn't occurred as of yet. <laughs> I will say as a cute little joke, um, my mom and I actually, I told her that we're now international. We have people in Paris that are listening to the Praise Domain. And so she made a cute little joke and she said, oh my goodness, you've finally gone international. You've finally gone. You finally, you're finally now doing evangelistic work overseas. <laughs> I know it's so corny, but um, it tickled me. But that's one of the things that I've always wanted to do. I've always wanted to do missionary work across seas. Now, with me being, I'm currently pursuing my degree in evangelism. So um, I'm learning a lot of different things about how, you know, my gifts and my talents as far as having a true love for souls uh, can be honed in right where I am. And so grace be unto God. I'm just so thankful that he has allowed for me to learn that. So it doesn't ache as much that I haven't been across seas to, you know, to do missionary work. But that is one of them. But the second thing I've always wanted to do is I've been writing since, you know, forever. And I've never really, I've, I have a couple of published works, published poetry and all of that, but I could never kind of like really get down and dirty when it came to actually writing my book. It, it was just so difficult, whether through situations and circumstances. And actually it's funny because um, there's a young man in the 
DMV. His name is Aaron Harris. And he did a great post. He talked about how, you know, people were definitely uplifted with his work, with his writing, with his pieces. And they're, and it's causing for them to make some, some changes in their lives. His post really hit a chord for me because one of the things he stated was a lot of times, you know, as artists, when we go through really hard things and bad things in our lives, we put down our pencil, we put down our craft for a moment and stop. He said, but what we need to do is we need to keep on writing. We need to keep on performing our art so that God can bless it and people can be changed by it because a lot of times it's the power of our testimonies. You know, being able to really, you know, pour our hearts into what we're doing that helps that God can use that to change people's lives. Shout out to, you know, Aaron Harris. If you haven't listened to his CD and grabbed it up and all that, please do so. His name is Aaron Harris and he is from the DMV. So his point is very valid because I remember I went through a time period in my life, in my the start of my 20s, where I was, I was having a hard time and it was a lot of things going on around me, a lot of new things that was going on around me, a lot of things I was dealing with, some things I really put myself into, but but also just the change up in cultural environment um, and it caused for me to stop writing because I didn't want to record the craziness that was going on in my life and I just recently before I even saw his post I was praying to the Lord and I, and, and I thanked him for getting me to this point where I'm literally I'm working on four books where I have a devotional that is in the process of publication I have another devotional that I'm about to start in January I'm excited guys um, I'm in the middle of not even in the middle I'm at the end of my first actual motivational book as well as um, I'm working on a novel for teens I just was giving him all the glory and the praise because there was a point in my life where I didn't think that I was going to be able to write. I didn't think that I would be able to bring it all together. It was hard for me for whatever reason, even though the words were in my head, when it came actually to like writing it down and typing it down, um, even using like the microphone and like talking it out, it just wasn't working for whatever reason. Even though God kept saying to me, Sarah, I need you to write. I need you to put it on paper. Even though he kept telling me that I needed to do this, that I needed to share what he was giving, I couldn't do it. It was just like so much in my head all at once. I mean, I guess that, you know, makes sense. I'm writing four books at the same time, right? <laughs> but the point is, is that, you know, the question is, are the possibilities, the possibilities truly endless? And it totally depends on you. That's my testimony. It totally depends on you because it totally depended on me. For whatever reason, I couldn't bring the words together, but I kept working at it. I kept fighting. The word tells us to keep fighting the good fight of faith. Yes, keep fighting. Don't stop. Regardless of what's going on in your life, I know it's just crazy the stuff that occurs in our lives. The wall seems to like cave in, but even in the midst of those walls caving in, there's still space for you to use your craft and to keep the memories so that one day God can use all of that, the emotion, the hardship, the tears, 
it's gonna count for something. I know it to be true. A lot of people don't know that it's been hard for me to write my book. I, you know, from time to time people would ask, you know, you know, how was your book coming along? I had one friend, I don't even think he realized that he said that I heard him say it, but he was just like, wow, it took her forever. You know, when I actually finished my devotional, that wasn't the book that I had been talking about. But I just wanted to share with him that, you know, I had I had actually finished something. <laughs> within my writing and he you know without him realizing it you know he didn't realize I heard him he said you know oh my god you know took her forever you know and I'm grateful because I think at the point that I'm at right now and let me just stop for a minute for all of those that feel like it's taking forever just keep going and you know you may not be able to see the end point I mean my book, my devotional is still in publication, but I don't even care. I was able to finish it. Um, and I literally, I literally did it in no time. I literally, it was just like one day there was a click and I shut myself in my area and, and I just did it. And so for all of those that, you know, individuals that keep saying to you, oh, when are you ever going to get it done? You're going to get it done. Guess what? It's going to happen. Just keep working at it. And I definitely added prayer to it. I definitely really, you know, kind of had God to serve as my mentor in the process. I know, crazy, right? But I did because with so many thoughts in my head, with so much, so many ideas, sometimes it was hard to kind of figure out. That was the thing. I was too young to be able to figure out what went where. But, you know, God was able literally to serve as my secretary, (laughs) And that's not to demean him in any way. It's very respectfully said. But he served as my secretary to be able to show me the columns. I'm a list person. So to show me the columns of where everything needed to go. And some of the things kind of intertwine within different projects. And that's okay. But I needed I needed the organization, the chaos of all my thoughts and the ideas. Um, while it's great, it was kind of creating a stagnation but because of the fact I stopped for a moment and just solely had a consultation with him so that I could figure things out not so that I could figure things out so that he could show me each path I needed to go for each project I was able to finish my first one and then working on the next three so I just wanted to share that testimony because I don't know who's out there listening. You may be in the same situation where you're like, I can't do it. It's not happening for whatever reason. Guess what? You can do it. And it's going to happen. It's going to happen for you. The possibilities are endless. But just in my test, just as in my testimony, I stopped depending on myself and depended on Christ for the guidance, for the empowerment and for the carriage you too can do it too stop leaning just on yourself and put your hope in god he is able to do exceedingly abundantly above what you can ask or even think i hope that this testimonial was definitely helpful for you and if it doesn't focus in on what you're doing share it with someone else that you know that they're in the process of walking into their destiny. Our mission requires not just our faithfulness to God, but our willingness to depend on Him no matter what. That element of being comfortable, of of being uncomfortable, is about relinquishing the control. 
Are you able to do that today? I want to pray for you that you will begin to think about the areas in your life where your control, your need to control is vital. Heavenly Father, Lord God, we thank you today. We thank you for allowing for us to still be in the land of the living, still being able to have food on our tables and clothes on our back, to be able to even be able to listen to this podcast and hear what thus saith the Lord. Lord, we thank you for the sacrifice that was made. Lord, we thank you even for the directive of how we should live our lives so that we may be able to secure our place in heaven. You said that you prefer for us to be like children and that heaven belongs to those that do, that we will subject ourselves to you in everything we do and we will surrender our lives unto you. Lord, that not only takes being submissive and faithful, but that requires for us to have a change of mind and heart. Lord, for those that are listening that have not committed their lives to you and have you as their personal savior, God, I ask, Lord God, for a special covering over them that the seeds that have been uh, planted may not be stolen and that the watering that is taking place will enable for those seeds to grow. Lord God, send the increase. Lord, I ask for those that do know about your precious name and have departed from you with interest in other things, situations, or people. God, I ask, oh God, that you would touch them, that they would begin to think about the story of the rich man who found his riches more important than his security eternally. Lord, I ask even for even the churchgoer, the man or the woman, that believe that they have it right, that they will continue to die daily, that they will continue to seek your face, that they will continue to yield themselves unto you so they may be examples and be able to serve as guides, carrying people along the correct path. Lord, I ask, Lord, that you even touch those that do not believe at all, that as they go through, that the little nuggets here and there interwoven into our daily lives may begin to unfold before their very eyes. Lord, I ask that you touch those that need you in a very special way, those that are mourning, Lord, those even that are traveling and serving in different aspects of the ministry. Lord God, touch their minds and touch their hearts, touch even their bodies. Lord, touch their families. 
that they will be covered. Lord God, I ask that you touch the church homes, the church houses across the land, that they will continue to hold up the bloodstained banner, that they will speak sound doctrine, and that they will strive to live holy and righteous lives. Lord God, I ask, Lord, for those that are desiring for for wisdom and a better revelation of your word, that you would hear their cries, Lord God. And as they continue to learn more and more about you, that they will surrender their lives to you. Lord, I ask that you touch every listener, not just the ones for today, but the ones that have, that are, and that will continue to listen. Lord, I even ask, Lord God, for financial situations, financial struggles, Lord, that seem to be tagging people across the land. Lord, I ask, Lord God, that you would even send revelations their way, that they will be able to live lives where they are the lender and not the borrower. Lord God, allow for the individuals to speak life into their situations and not death. And that they will believe beyond what they see and be able to touch the very thing that they have spoken into existence. Lord, I count these requests already done. They are special requests that have been asked. Lord, you know the hearts of these individuals You know their desires. And so, God, I ask, Lord God, that you don't forget about those individuals as for their unspoken requests. But, Lord God, I ask, Lord God, that you will let them know, Lord God, in one way or the other, that you are making ways and that they are not forgotten. Lord, I even ask, Lord God, that you would touch, Lord God, the singles across the land. Those, Lord God, that are striving to live clean and holy lives. Lord God, those that are working strongly within the vineyard. Those that are tilling the ground and holding and building the walls. Lord, I ask, Lord God, that you would even touch, Lord God, those, Lord God, that are struggling. And they're trying to figure things out. Lord God, let them feel, Lord God, your presence that they may find peace in their minds and peace in their souls. Lord God, touch the students even across the land. Lord God, give them the utmost desire. Lord God, to gain what is needed so that they may be able on their own take away the meat from the bone and not not devour dead meat. Lord, I ask, Lord God, that even you continue to touch those that are and those that are to come to speak and share their, their testimonies on the praise domain. Lord, touch us, Lord God, that we will continue to speak thy word as thus, as given in the mighty name of Jesus. We ask all these things in your precious name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hey, this is KB, and there is nothing impossible for God. I have provided you with nuggets as well as spiritual vitamins 
I hope you have enjoyed listening to The Praise Domain. I have definitely had a wonderful time sharing one this week. I want for you to definitely go to the uh, International Single People's Alliance website. We have some things that we're working on, and one of the things is our uh, booklet for the 2020 Successful Singles. We have had two of the 20 successful singles on The Praise Domain. The first was Councilman Dowling in Indian Town, Florida, and the second was Evangelist Giovanni Oates from Southern California. There are going to be some additional successful singles, singles that are out there really working not just in the kingdom, but also doing great things out in this world. And so we have an array of different individuals that we're going to bring onto The Praise Domain. I want for you to stay connected with the PAWSingles.com website. Again, that is PAWSingles.com, where you'll be able to not only get information about the 20 successful singles and the ones that are to come in 2020, but you'll also be able to um, get highlights on what the singles are doing. I am a singles leader, and I believe that singles have a certain power. We're able to do different things and kind of flex our wings a little bit. Some people think of that as a minus, but I think of that as a plus. Although I am a single parent, and I do, I'm a little restrained in what I can do um, as due to my parental duties, I still strive to flex my wings as much as I possibly can. So I'm excited to say that um, my birthday is coming up. Hey, my birthday is coming up um, October the 11th. I'm not really a birthday person, but <laughs> but I want to share my day with the singles in the DMV area, the DC, Delaware, and Maryland District Council singles. I have set it up so that if you are a single in this area, I want to share my day with you. So we're going to be at the Dave and Buster's in Arundel Mills, okay, Ah, in Arundel Mills on October the 11th. Now, on that day, we're going to have some fun. Yes, but we're also going to fellowship and talk a little bit. So it's going to start at 9 p.m. and it's going to go until 11. So it gives you some flexibility to kind of go home, put your feet up just for a bit, and then come and meet us at Dave and Buster's. No gifts necessary. I just want to share my day with the singles of this area. You definitely can join us. Again, that's going to be on October the 11th from 9 to 11 p.m. And we're going to be at Dave and Buster's in Arundel Mills. So I hope to see you there and let me know that you heard this message on the Praise Domain. Thank you for listening. As always, you are with Sarah Praise. I'm always living a praise song for Jesus Christ. Continue to be fully genuine and have a praise on your lips.